know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B minus. What? Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is. It feels like the comic brought to live screen. <laughs> Who's gonna stop you? It's Odin. <laughs> this is. If this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> yeah, like, we will not have it, dog. Hi, right, everybody. We got a curfew. By nine o'clock, you're Odin. Oh, Dang, can you edit that out? And now. This is. Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. You are now listening to Marvelous Friends. What's up, everybody? This is episode 76 of the Marvelous Friends podcast. We are four friends with one mission to break down all things MCU and give you our honest opinions on everything MCU-related, favorite characters, moments, whatever it is, you can find it here. My name is Rob. I'm the host of this podcast, and I brought a few of my friends with me. I'm an attorney. No, I'm just joking. I just like watching one on TV. My name is Rinaldi. <laughs> Elise. I'm Fergie, and this is my city. Wow. All right. She said it's my podcast. She said it's my podcast. <laughs> and in this episode, we have even more Daredevil Season 1 coming your way, so stay tuned. Gatorade's, you know how Gatorade is is good, not Gatorade, uh, ginger ale. I just, why did I say Gatorade? Yeah, I was uh, like, what? yeah. Th- I I I can feel you looking at me when I said that. You're like, that's not. I was Gatorade. like, when did no, ginger Gatorade? ale. No, ginger ale. I I I can tell it's good for your stomach because like I'm I burp. It makes me burp, and I like burp twice, <laughs> and I'm like, why am I burping? Oh right, ginger ale. Whatever. Well, we're talking about Daredevil. And we, we got a chance to watch uh, season one, episodes three through ten. And we have a lot to talk about, don't we, guys? I mean, yeah. there's there's so many characters, so many moments. And I just want to come off right, right, out the, right out the gate and say that this, first of all, you're not on Disney+. Plus. This is not Disney+. Plus, okay. Mm. Uh, and Fergie is uh, doing a silence and slow clap. Like, this is, it's, it's. No knock on Disney Plus because I know what you're doing, right? I know what you're doing. You're setting up for a lot. But this is TV. This is TV show. Like, top tier, top level. If I was a writer for a TV show, I would want to model my writing after shows like this. Mm. Personally, like, anything that falls short, of 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 this or or an effort towards something like this, I, I can't take seriously. Personally, that's just yeah. me. And it depends on what, what where you're going with it, who your audience is. If it's a kids show, then it's a kids show. But if but if it's a mature show, then you got to give us mature show. Like I don't know. Like, do you guys feel the same way about about the show? I just think there's just more attention to detail, mm. um, and I think. That there is progression. Characters go through a progression. And, you know, there's always going to be debates about, oh, this character is good or or is this character bad? But 
I think whether or not you like these characters, they all go through a progression. They all learn things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with some of the some of the Disney Plus shows, it doesn't feel like the characters learn anything or it doesn't feel like they're being challenged with something that is filled with tension. Right. Like the challenges they go to, it's like, eh, I don't really, I'm not worried for you. <laughs> but right. I think in this show, you're like, whoa, this is yeah. serious. Like I'm worried about these characters, you know, and what they have to deal with. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel. You feel the stakes yeah. in this show. Like the stakes are real. Yep. You're, you're, not, you're not on a set. Okay, this, this, this show's on location. There's no set piece. There's no, maybe there might be a few, but there, this is on location. You, the show's really about the city of Hell's yeah. Kitchen. And that's, the city has a character, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes the show like so intertwined with all the characters. And, and it helps you believe in their motives and it helps you believe in what they're doing is it's, you know, the character of the city. And um, do you girls feel the same way about the show? Like, this yeah, is an I actual... like what Ronaldo said too, and I think um, this will be my third time watching season one. Um, I can already see how they're laying the groundwork for later seasons. Like, you know, Foggy always mentions Matt's um, relationship with girls and other crazy girls that he's been involved with, and um, um, Karen and her past. Like, they kind of set it up so um, you kind of questioning okay like okay what what does their past look like what have they been involved in and um the violence is in top tier i don't it's so refreshing to see violence i don't know what it was every time um fisk would lay hands on somebody i'm like yes like excellent i love it i love really love his relationship with vanessa even though it's complicated mm-hmm. and dark and weird i'm mm-hmm. here for all of at least how did you feel about all the blood yeah honestly like it was just like yeah, this show's pretty brutal. And, you know, so this is my second time watching this uh, through, like, season one. And I'm like, oh, wow. And, like, this, some of the, like, parts of where it was just really, like, the the whole car door thing, that was one of the things that kind of, oh, like, yeah. got my spine, like, twitching. I was like, ooh. Like, it was just, like, so the the, the repetitive blows like those scenes where repetitive blows happen, I'm just like, wow, mm-hmm. you could have stopped like 50 hits ago and you keep going. And now I feel a little bit uncomfortable, <laughs> but I like that. Yeah. I, you know, but I like it. I like that. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really showing, okay, th- this whole thing, the things that are going on, it's not cute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Secret societies and people in the underground, they don't, they don't play nice. So it's like they really just went there and I'm like, okay, that's that's all I need. I just need the if you're going to tell me something, I just need the follow through of said concept or whatever you're trying to, you know, put together. So, yeah. 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 No, you know what's uh, amazing about that that scene um that whole sequence. I mean, first of all, you have the whole situation with the Russians and the Russians are talking to Wesley and we know what's happening. They're in the car and they're on their way to, you know, somewhere uh, to meet with Fisk, but the Russian doesn't know. And Kingpin opens up the car door, grabs him and beats him up. And it's bloody. It's brutal. There's two scenes 
in this show that really, it caught my attention right from the jump, and it won me over. It also introduced the characters and who they are, and it really encompassed who they are. The first scene is the hallway fight with Daredevil. Everything about that fight. I, I, I love the fact that we saw everything happen. You have the beautiful lighting. You have the one shot. And then you have even the, the, the fights that we don't see, you know, when they're in, in the rooms. Mm-hmm. We don't follow them. We're in the hallway still. It's, like, it's almost like the, the show wants us to be blind to the fight. Mm-hmm. And so it's so beautifully done. And then Matt Murdock being tired and still pushing through and fighting and how that relates to his father and then saving the boy. Like that really cements Matt Murdock and Daredevil as a character. And then you have the car door with Kingpin. And I felt like that, that everything around that surrounded that. And then that, like it really cemented his brutality. Like, you do not mess with them. I was talking to Rinaldi earlier about how TV shows and movies, they kind of do this like, oh, don't say their name. Don't say that person's name. Don't say that. Don't, uh, and the person says the name and they're like, well, why did you, you know, you know not to say that name. And then the person oh, comes Voldemort. out and then like, and maybe I'm like alone in this, but like Voldemort is an example that I always bring up. But there's always examples of this where there's a threat. And it's a looming threat, and then the threat comes, and it doesn't deliver. Yeah. This delivers. This, I watch this, and I'm like, I don't want to say his name. Right. You'd be like, if I say his name, he gonna come, he's going to find me. Wesley's going to, you know, find a way <laughs> to deal with me. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like looking around for Wesley, like, yo, where's Wesley? I don't even want to say Wesley. Wesley's name. Just don't say him either. Like, <laughs> Don't even say his name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a scene oh, where um, Wesley... Um, decides to use Matt and Foggy mm-hmm. to protect a, a hitman or an assassin mm-hmm. working for Fisk. And it was kind of clever because it's like, okay, these two guys are connected to Karen. So if you we get them in our circle, mm-hmm. then we can control them along right. with Karen. Yep. And he approaches Matt and Foggy and, and you know, he lies to them saying, hey, I, I represent a financial consortium or conglomerate and we need the best lawyers in the city to help our, our mm-hmm. business. And so Matt asked for his name and he said, Confederate global. Mm. And Matt's like, I wanted your name. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, that's irrelevant to this discussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I forgot about this show? We have ninjas. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like what? Mm-hmm. Mm. You have ninjas, you got the Yakuza. Like. And they're vicious, and they're quiet, and they're quick, and it's brutal, and it's... Amazing. Yeah, no, I was getting scared on that episode. I'm like, yo, Nobu was... Oof, goodness. Jack my man's up in a way that he ain't been jacked up before. And he was really getting beat up since episode one. It's just like, this yeah. episode, that episode was like a whole new... Like, dad, next level. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every time I hear his name, I want to go Nobu, 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 yep. Nobu. <laughs> That's what I've been saying ever since that. Nobu, 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 What's Nobu. Like panda, panda, panda. No, panda. it's a uh, future. It's, no, it's future. Yeah, it's a lyric. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I did not. Know. It's a lyric. <laughs> Nobu, 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 Nobu. It's like a Japanese restaurant in LA. It's like very um, high end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Kardashians. Are I mean, he dressed high end. He had a nice suit on, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the way he just stood during the meetings, like. Like super still and quiet, it was intimidating. 
you were like, oh, there's a reason why he's just not saying anything. Like, mm-hmm. and then when he shows up as a ninja, you're like, oh, that's why, because you, you are a dangerous ninja. Yeah, yeah, no, I like Nobu because, like, yeah, like you're saying, Ronaldo, he's like, you know, he's silent. He just he looks around, he calculates. He, but then when he he just was rolling up on on Fisk, knocking on his door, like, yo, so what's happening? Okay, mm-hmm. and then he was just like, nah, you bet you better respect me you better know what what time it is he didn't even like he didn't even get phased you know a lot of people are like oh don't mention his name or you know they're trusting uh you know wesley to be the messenger and he was just like nope i'm coming to your residence like what's i want this property right here like what's going on like tell me yeah. right now no nonsense and so and it's the way that he talks to, because... to kingpin i'm like dag this man was ready for anything <laughs> no nonsense and it's funny. And I think the oh. baddest chick on the show is Madame Gal. Oh yeah, like hands oh, yeah. down, <laughs> Madame Gal, hands yeah. down. Yo, she's about to throw hands really soon. I already know it. She and she understands every language apparently yeah. too. Yeah, that's an interesting. Yeah, so she's really interesting. I'm like, okay, give me more of your backstory. What's what's going on with you? So mm-hmm. yeah, were you gonna say Rinaldi? Um. Oh yeah, I, it was funny because um Wesley was trying to defend Fisk. When Nobu was upset with Fisk's role in Nobu, their group, Nobu, Nobu, Nobu. in their group of criminals, like he feels like Fisk is not contributing mm-hmm. as much as he promised. Mm. Wesley said, "We gave you a whole police squadron to control the building that you want. Mm. So how's it our fault?" And oh right, and Fisk yeah. was kind of nervous, like, "Bro, Wesley, like you need to stop talking." Yeah, like, Nobu's. Like he just had this. Fisk had this look on his face. Like, nah, let's let's just mm-hmm. let's just ride this this rebuke out mm-hmm. and wait for him to leave. Like, because talking back to this dude is not a good idea. It's not a good idea. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because my man's about to hide somewhere for eight hours and wait for you around the corner mm-hmm. with like these double swords or whatever those I things mean, are. These criminals are dangerous. Like, I I don't I don't I'm like listen. If people like Hawkeye, I'm cool with it. I'm not mad. I'm not like Hawkeye. Like, hey, do you like what you like? But hmm. let's be honest. Like the tracksuit game. Like, oh boy, man, Gal would have took them jokers out in five seconds. Gal, yo, not nobody wouldn't even bother. Are with them. we sure that Daredevil <laughs> is in the same universe? Like, I don't no. know. Ain't no way, you, boy. You take Ain't no. It's like. <laughs> like would the track like how would the tracksuit gang look in the meeting? Yeah. The meetings that they have in the parking lot. Yeah. Fergie uh-huh. Lee's. Well, how would that that go? If they hey bro, welcome to the meeting. What hey, what's bro. the plan? What's the plan? A bunch of clowns. Oh, we just got kicked out of the meeting. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. I think we're about we, to have a dance battle, if anything. No no real blood, no weapons, mm-hmm. nothing. I bet Leland would have kicked it. That old man Yo, Leland would have kicked him out of the meeting. Leland He's like, get out of here. He's funny though. He is. Leland. Yeah, he's yeah, funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on Kingpin and Vanessa? Um, yeah, any thoughts? Friggy's clapping. I can't can't really hear hear the clap, but clapping. Slow cat. They are my power couple. I love them together. I like that Vanessa isn't just a damsel in distress. Mm. She can hold her own. I don't know how she found a gun. Um, my dad's cooking right now. So for our listeners, <laughs> that oil popping, you can hear my dad. <laughs> He's making some tea. Um, but I, I love the relationship. I know they're supposed to be bad guys, 
I know they're supposed to be villains. I know they're supposed to be evil, but there's something about the two of them that are captivating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this scene. And I think it was episode nine where you have Vanessa, you have Fisk, you have Matt, and you have like the three heavy oh, yeah. hitters mm-hmm. in the show in one scene. And it, they just carry it. And it's powerful. It's moving. It's scary. It's tense. Mm-hmm. I love them. And I want more of them. If they had their spinoff show, I would watch every single episode. There's not enough tense moments in a lot of TV shows now. Like, especially with Disney plus, like you, you can't, you can't draw me into a show and I'm just speaking for myself when there's not any moment where I'm not in fear of a character. I've watched this show maybe three times. Yep. This is my third time. And that, that scene is still tense. Yep. Yeah. You know, like Matt knows who this, you know, Kingpin is. Wilson Fisk walks in and he's just like right off the bat. Like he's a mix of nervous wants to beat him up right there. He doesn't know what's going to go. Like it's perfect acting. Like, Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, it was amazing. Mm. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm here for it. Kingpin and Vanessa. What are you, what are your thoughts on Kingpin and Vanessa? Are you, are you, uh, on the, I don't even know. What is it? Vilson? <laughs> Wilson, uh, Vanessa, <laughs> Will Nessa, Will Nessa. Okay, there you go. Um, yeah, I think I'm with you guys. I think it's they, the act, the actress and the actor have great chemistry. I know the actress for Vanessa played Superman's uh, biological mother. Really? In Man of Steel. How old was which, which iteration? Wait, really? The Man of Steel with Zack Snyder. Oh yeah, no she was way! Superman's, for real? Yeah. Hold on, I got that. Oh yeah. What? Oh, in crypto. Yeah, be, yeah. Because um, when Zod was sent to the Phantom Zone, she was the witness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ayelet Zerur. Oh, she's Israeli. <laughs> Dang. Her, that makes sense. You know what? That's why she's so beautiful. That makes so much sense that now. Sense. Now she's I'm looking at her. Gal, and I'm thinking Gal about Gadot. Yeah, that Gal Gadot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. My Yo, first thought. Okay, makes mm. sense. You know who else is Israeli? Um, Natalie Portman. Something yeah. in the water over there. Natalie Portman. I mean, yeah. I don't like Jane Foster and Thor, but Natalie Portman has an elegance to her. She does. Like mm. the actress herself. Not, yeah. not only is she a fantastic actress, she went to Harvard. Mm. Like, she didn't need to do all that. <laughs> yep. But she did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she did. Right. That's true. But um, to get back to the question, um, I think they're great. I agree with you guys. Like, um. She and Vincent D'Onofrio have great chemistry um, in their scenes together. And I like that Vanessa is confirmation that Wilson Fisk has done one thing that his father cannot do. And that's genuinely and caring, in a caring way, love his woman. Mm. So that is the one thing. Now, everything else, you're just doing the same you're thing your father did. You're taking father, yep. Mm-hmm. But you do genuinely love Vanessa. And even Matt is conflicted by this mm-hmm. because he's worried in the back of his mind that if he kills Fisk, then Vanessa is going to be heartbroken. So mm-hmm. even he's convinced mm-hmm. by their love. And that's, that's saying a lot. Like, yeah. your mortal enemy is like, man, you really care about this woman. And- and I think the the actors just do a great job of showing us mm-hmm. the audience that because a lot of other shows they tell you like, oh, we love each other, but you don't feel mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like I'm connected to their 
I guess, love for one another. Yeah, like Black Widow and Hulk. Oh, boy. Yeah, I did not feel that. (laughs) I'm laughing thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, 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 a She was trying to join a team, I told her, wait. Chicken wings and fries, we don't go on dates. No boo, no boo, no boo, no boo, no boo, no boo. Speaking of relationships, um, you know, we have Claire and then we have Matt. It was short-lived, but are we here for it? What do we think? <laughs> I was Claire- almost like, who? <laughs> Wait, you know, yeah, Black don't Twitter don't like is that. still... Yeah, don't do Elise, that. Um, Black Twitter is still saying Claire Devil. Like, they're like, wow. yo, bump Karen, bump that white girl, get Claire back with Matt. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what Black Twitter is saying. <laughs> To this day. You know what? Pretty so, shaking her head. <laughs> as I was watching, right? Like, the thing is, is that, like, I wanted them to be together. But, like, at the same time, it's just, like, practically, it just can't happen. Like, that she can't. She can't deal with that. And I was just, like, I was just watching, like, like his tone of voice and the, like, the certain things he would say to her. And then I was, like, oh, you see... That's that's the line right there. When he's like, "Oh, I got you," I was like, "Yep, that's a, a line that women would swoon after she just got hurt." And he was just like, and I was just like, "I see," but I was like, "But it's toxic at the same time." I'm like, "You guys are like would be okay for each other had there not been like all this vigilante, crazy like attacking the undergrounds of Hell's Kitchen." But like, yeah, they just can't work. So I was kind of with it, but overall was like, no, it's not practical for my girl. She gotta, she gotta, she gotta move on. She gotta be safe. Like, no, it doesn't work. But I mean, can you, can you, can you clarify what you mean by that? You you said something that Matt said was toxic. No, well, not that what he said was toxic, but it was just like, you know, well, you know how he, when he rescued her from being um, captured and she was like kind of having a breakdown and he was just like, Oh, I got you. I have you. Like, so I was looking at like his tone of voice and his body language and it was very like reassuring. I was like, Oh yeah, good job, Matt. But at the same time, you not really good for my girl over here. So we're going to have to, uh, I see. But like, you know what I mean? He's, but the way that he interacts with Claire, well, well, just like with different, like the women in general, you could see that he has like that, that appeal to them. And he's like, not, it's really effortless. And I was just like, so I see what he has going for him, but at the same time, like he's do rag Murdoch. He, he, it kind of can't work. <laughs> it just can't. Dang. He yeah. kind of reminds if similar to Wilson Fisk and how he treats Vanessa, like there's a gentleness. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's very similar, which is interesting because they're enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very. I was gonna say I like Claire as a person. I think she's solid. She can hold her own. And I like Matt as a person. He's solid. He can hold his own. But together, it doesn't work. And for all the reasons that Elise said. I mean, I I don't know. I'm 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 fifty fifty on it. Mm-hmm. Um, like if if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like I, I'm not gonna lose any sleep. Yeah. But I'm just <laughs> fascinated by like just black Twitter is just obsession with this pairing. Like, and I'm trying to, cause I feel like Matt is the type of guy that could be with any girl and that's, you know, reasonable for him, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like oh, in the yeah. comics, he was with different women. I mean, he was dating echo at one point. So, yeah, I mean, I think, well, my theory about why black Twitter may like it is because they're actually two good looking people. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, and the thing is that even though 
Matt's overall not good for Claire. We like him. You know, we like what he stands mm-hmm. for. You know, we, we like seeing his scenes and stuff. Like, even though, like, morality-wise, is it all is the, the best choice? You know, debatable. But, like, we like him. His personality, like, he's passionate about the right things. How he goes about them is another discussion. But, you know, so overall, we like the character. And I think because there's two good-looking people, two characters we like... And, you know, I guess maybe Black Twitter is also um, with the interracial aspect of it, too. That's why I think the swirl. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Elise, too. And I also think that um, in certain scenes, it seems like um, that they're coming together only because he's a man and she's a woman. I feel like that's how it came across. Mm-hmm. Um, but Matt is also very smooth. He, like you said, very effortlessly talks to women. but. It just seemed like, okay, you're a man, you're a woman, get together because this is a tense situation. Mm. I, I think the way they presented it, it seemed fast, but I know, I think Matt had had mentioned, you know, thank you for helping me these past, like, few weeks. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they've been doing this whole Matt finding Claire to get stitched up for a few weeks. Right. But the way it's presented in the show, it feels like it's, like, a couple days, like... yeah. So I think the way they presented it, it didn't really translate for us. Sure. Like, oh, this has been like a few weeks. So mm-hmm. maybe there's chemistry building. Whereas to us, it's like, oh, this, this is like two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are our thoughts on Karen? Let's start with Karen. Because hmm. I was going to say Karen and Foggy. Let's start with Karen. Let's get her out the way real quick. Because I think... There's a there's a train coming for Foggy. <laughs> I'm looking I'm looking at you, Fergie. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are our thoughts on, on Karen? And you know, again, there's a, a lot that happens in this uh, in these uh, the series of episodes, and she really works side by side with Ben Urich. They're trying to uncover a lot of the the things that are going on with um, Union Allied mm-hmm. and just the conspiracies that are going on. Yeah. She's trying to uncover it. And and uh, what are our thoughts on Karen? Um, we, I feel like we're watching, we've watched most of this show now. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we think? I think that she is rightfully named Karen because that is her whole thing. Like she just <laughs> really like, oh my gosh, like K- let Karen me speak to the Karen. manager energy every episode. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, like I understand you want to do the right thing, but like these guys are crazy. And like Ben be trying to tell her like, yo, don't just be walking up there doing this and that. Like, this is how you, you know, if you're going to be in here, like you gotta, you gotta act a certain way. Otherwise you'll give yourself away. So it's just like, I mean, I, I, I admire her heart and I think that she's brave, but she mm-hmm. just needs to know her limits. Cause it's really going to get her hurt. And so, but yeah, she's on high level. Like I need to speak with management level. <laughs> 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 yeah, upper management. Yeah. Upper management. Yeah. I don't know. It's hit or miss. I, I, I this is a very good actress. Okay. Yep. So I think in the scenes where like I feel like the scenes where she's kind of connecting with Ben and mm-hmm. kind of encouraging him, like, hey, like what you're doing does make a difference. Because his whole storyline is like, yo, nobody cares about newspapers, like it's irrelevant. And so he kind of questions like, oh, am I 
does me solving this conspiracy is does this matter? Mm. And I think Karen does a good job of making him feel like it matters and mm-hmm. genuinely being encouraging and supportive. And I think she does a good job of doing that with Matt and Foggy. Mm-hmm. But then there's other scenes where she becomes a bit shrill and mm-hmm. like um, screeching. Okay. In terms of her demeanor, like it's like like a Karen. It's like, no, I'm I'm very frustrated. Oh, right. It, like very shrill. It's like yeah. calm down. Mm-hmm. Like you know, especially when Matt was saying, "Hey, I don't. You might want to slow down." With this investigation, she's like, no, I'm tired of being controlled and manipulated and scared. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to do something about it. And I don't care if 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 um I get hurt because I've already been hurt mm-hmm. by them. And it just came across as a bit shrill. So it's just it depends on the scene. Mm-hmm. Like some yep. scenes I like, and then other scenes I'm like, Karen being a Karen. That's it. How about you, Fergie? Do you feel like Karen is being a Karen? Absolutely. I feel like everything Elise said, I feel like Elise and I are sharing a brain tonight because that's exactly correct about Karen. I will say I'm not a Karen fan at all by any means, but I do appreciate her heart. Like Elise said, her determination is admirable, but she is very annoying, but not the most annoying that she's going to get. So it's like... I'm not a Karen stan. I appreciate her work, but she just she's getting in her own way. And I hate that um, quality in a character when they're like, oh, no, no, I know the right way to go about this. I need to do it. I'm smart enough to mm-hmm. handle it. I can handle thugs in an alley because yeah, that, was, that was dumb. the power of belief or whatever. Um, and she's not trusting in Foggy or other people. So yeah. it's just frustrating. But yeah, Karen is a Karen. I everything you're saying, I agree with one thousand percent. I think the the part that is um not making me hate this character is the fact that she was being framed for murder. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's and, and then of course the stuff that she knows is going on with Union Allied and how she's she's basically a target. I think that is so much motive for someone to do what she's doing. I think that's the perfect motive uh, versus Trish, who just wants to do stuff because she just wants to do stuff. No, that's not. We know she has um, family abuse and it affected her psychology. Like, come on, man. Like, her it, mom made same, her like vomit into thing? a toilet. When she was a kid, like that's not healthy, bro. No, it's not healthy. But but that's not like why why then would you want to go on missions and 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 make because, yourself at the same par yeah. as a superhero? Because that's the compulsion. Like she basically, her mom said, "You are not important mm-hmm. unless you are the center of attention." In the Marvel universe, who is at the center of attention? Tony Stark. The mm-hmm. minute he went on TV yeah. and said, hey, guys, I'm Iron Man. Everyone's like, oh, Iron Man. Da, da, da. So that that's a compulsive issue. She needs therapy. Right. So I'm not saying that the you know her reacting and, and how she's going about things is not a result of that. What I'm saying is the motive does not equal the reasoning behind what she's doing. Versus Wait, Karen. how does the motive... So 
I don't know. I, I don't agree because, with that. Because how many celebrities, I mean, we don't, I don't know a celebrity personally, but you know how many celebrities out there like have probably gone through something very similar to Trish and they're not out there trying to be a superhero? Not some some celebrities do crazy stuff, bro. Like crazy, like reckless. Like drive. Like wait, there's. Who, wait, wait, wait. What was that? Sorry. Keanu Reeves is a perfect example. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Keanu right. Reeves like, is a perfect example. I believe like his a good chunk of his family mm-hmm. was either killed or an accident or just died, and he's right. still like the most humble man out there. Like a lot of people will see him on the subway. Like he doesn't drive fancy cars or anything like that. He's just. A normal guy, nah, because there's multiple NFL players this year. NFL players, you know how famous they are. That have gotten to crazy car accidents because they were drunk driving with mm-hmm. friends, right, and killed people. But that's not the same like, thing as that being, is reckless. Be, that's not the same that, thing as. But I'm being talking a about hero. being reckless. No, no, no. So, so we're, okay, but we're, now we're talking about two different things. Yeah, because if you're talking about being reckless versus being a hero, but though they're one and the same. No, they're not. Hawkeye even said it. He said, "If you if you go into this lifestyle, you're taking a risk." Sure, yeah, like I mean, that's a risk. No matter what you do, no matter what you do, it's reckless. Right, that's a not risk, reckless. A risk. A risk. A risk isn't, isn't reckless. reckless. Say that five times fast. Um, so it can be, but mm-hmm. it can be, but it is not always. Just because two things or five things or ten things are reckless and they're all reckless doesn't mean that they're all the same thing and can be compared to, like. A car accident because people were partying and getting drunk isn't the same thing as going out of your way to save somebody's life, even though you might get hurt. It's two totally different yeah, situations. Yeah, but the motivation's the same, though, in the sense that sure. you, because, because of your privileged upbringing, right. you think you're untouchable. Invincible, yep. Yeah, so you're going to get in the car, and I'm like, nah, this is stupid. Why are you getting in the car? Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, like I said, I mean, obviously, if people think she's annoying, that's fine. Like, I've accepted that right but i feel like she she's in a completely different world from us and i've said the same thing about kanye west you want to talk about someone that does oh yeah nonsensical things right. that he are does annoying stunts, yes i'm talking about just being annoying and sure. doing nonsensical <laughs> right. things like he's in a completely different world like right. he lives in a totally he lives on mars mm-hmm. so i feel like i don't know for some reason i don't know something about the way this character is written, I don't know. I, I it's tough because I'm not a fan. Like, there's mm-hmm. people that are actual Trish fans. They're like, oh, sure. my God. I just kind of understand her. Like, I understand. Like, yeah. oh, this is why you're the way you are. I don't know. I just I think it's hard because at least to me, it's like, well, we don't think like that. Like the uh, four of us. Sure. Yeah. Like we don't um, feel insecure about not being in front of everything Mm. like if we weren't like yeah if we're not in front of the attention of everyone we don't feel like like it's like you know like when fergie was like oh why don't you just stay home and chill like you you got a penthouse Uh like we all four is is cool with sure so i'll i'll say this that whole thing is valid Somebody going through something traumatic and going through like family stuff and, you know, image stuff and being the center of attention. And now you have an opportunity to you're side by side with the hero and you're jealous and you 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 want to drive the car. You you want to get out of the car and start fighting. You want to. It's valid. But what I'm saying is just because it's valid 
doesn't make it reasonable. It doesn't make it a good reason to go and do that. No, yeah, I get all that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I get all that. I just think sometimes people don't do reasonable things. Like, Sure, but what I'm saying... I mean, there are things Matt has done, which we'll get to, which I don't think are reasonable. Okay. But that's a totally different... That We're not there yet. Yeah. But I just want to put it out there. Like, I don't... I don't know. Like, to me, it takes a... For me, personally... Yeah. It takes a lot for me to dislike you, like, as a character. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you have to have, like, a long resume. Okay. Like you know when you get a job and you want to make sure your resume's long so sure. that it shows that you have experience. Uh-huh. You need to have experience to be on my like I hate you list. Uh-huh. <laughs> like what Karen's doing, yeah, it's annoying at times, but I'm like, eh. Right. It's whatever. So I'm not talking and Trish, about same thing. Okay. All right, cool. Right. So I'm not talking about who's more annoying and why they're annoying. I'm not the annoyance parts, that's more Elise. And Fergie, I mean, I've even said that she's being annoying, but like I'm addressing specifically the the motive and what she's what she's doing out of that motive. And you look at these two characters, and one has a clear story behind her motive. I don't agree with that either. How don't because, you agree with that? Because Karen went into an alley with no backup. And didn't even talk to no, Ben. No, I'm not. Okay, but I'm not saying how she's going about it is the right way. I'm just saying, like, look at her motive. She was framed for murder. Yeah. Because of information and conspiracies that she now knows and has files on on a company. Yeah. And we even learned that I think she was the, they were trying to pay her to keep quiet. Yeah. So, like, would that not push somebody to do something against... No, I agree. And that's all I'm saying. I agree with that. So, but with bringing a gun to the alley, she should, that was stupid. Bringing, you know, they both did stupid things. Like, let's let's make that clear. Yeah, I just out of their motives. I just feel like the problem with Karen is she has a lot of useful resources around her. Uh huh. That's what's confusing. You have Matt and Foggy too. Talented you, okay. lawyers. You know what? You make a you good have point. Yurik, you make a, a great highly point. skilled journalist. Who put other gangbangers in yep. prison? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like one moment you do something that makes sense. Yeah. And then the other moment you do something silly. You make a really good point. Whereas Trish has Jessica who's needs to go to AA meetings. They all need therapy on that show. <laughs> they all need therapy. You have Jessica who's like hung over half the half the time. <laughs> right. Right. No, you make a great point because I think I think I've had that frustration about Karen. Like yeah. Just going back on episode, I think it was two or three, where where um, Matt read her like a book. She told, like he <laughs> he laid it out what he saw. Like yeah. what is it, the law of deduction or whatever? I don't know. It's deduction, like just breaking down what he understood and how something didn't make sense. And the only conclusion he can arrive at is she has something that they that they're looking for. And she, yeah. to his face, lied to him. Yeah, because he said that the only way you would still be a target after we cleared up your legal situation Mm -hmm. is because you have information. Yep. And she lied. Like, no, I don't have anything. Well, well, no. He specifically said, he says, you have information. And then he asked her, where's the file? Yep, that's right. Where's the file? And she goes, oh, I, I tried to get the file, but I lost it or whatever her excuse was. And so I feel like I agree with you. Like... 
when you said that, I was like, it brought me right to that scene and many other scenes where she has resources. She does not have to do it on her own, but she insists on doing it alone. Yeah. Like she wants to be the one to break the story or something. I don't know. Oh man. That, I didn't think we would spend this time on this, this much time on, on Karen, Karen versus Trish. Um, no, I definitely like Trish more than Karen. Oh, wow. Okay. Far. Wow. This Elise, one, how yeah. do you feel about <laughs> Trish uh, versus Karen? Like, do you feel like who do you feel like is like between the two? If you could pick, I think I think Karen's a little bit more bearable for me. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, because at least for me, well, and again, these are two shows I haven't completely finished all the way. Like I haven't finished season three of either of these, but mm-hmm. from what I've seen overall, like at least what Karen's doing, at least where we left off, just like. On this review right now, at least Karen is doing something that's pushing the story forward. I don't really feel that, like... I mean, Trish has some contributions to the story, but, like, honestly, I don't know if she really needs... Like, I don't know. The the impact for me is not the same. Um, But they both kind of, like, are cut from similar cloth, honestly. (laughs) Um, How about you, Fergie? Is there... Between the two. <laughs> um, I hate Trish, first of all, first and foremost. Karen, for the record, for the official record, you're on it. She's like, for the record. But Karen does prove her usefulness. Um, she's resourceful. She speaks Spanish. That's all, all the positives I can think of right now. Um, but honestly, delete me from this conversation. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, the, that's the extent of her resource. <laughs> Okay. 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 So, so Fergie, then I'm going to ask you, um, as we transition from Karen, um, Foggy, how, 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 how do you feel about Foggy? Uh Oh, Senor Foggy. That's the worst. Foggy Bear. I am bracing myself. How do you feel about Foggy Bear? So I feel about him the same way I feel about Karen. Um, Currently, Foggy, I honestly don't understand this character or the need for this character. Maybe I've missed something. You guys can point it out to me later. Um, He's not as annoying as I thought he was or remember him being, but I know we have two other seasons to review. Um, He's, I just, the jokes, they're not funny. I just don't find him funny. He can be charming sometimes, but... His character confused me, and I think, what was it, episode... Actually, I laughed out loud. I think, what is it, end of episode 9, when Matt is lying completely destroyed on his floor in his apartment, and Foggy is shook, and he goes over and starts to call 911 because he sees the masked intruder or whatever, and then he doesn't realize it's Matt until after he takes off his mask. Um, and I was like, that's crazy. Um, but in short, I don't wait, like why was that funny? and that's all I have to say. Wait, wait, wait. So, so Fergie, wait, why was that funny though? That's your friend. How do you not notice him? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> you guys well he's wearing guys, a mask we guys were in college together we he's wearing uh he's in the in no, the dark man no wasn't he in, wasn't it like dark and Rinaldi, not lit? if you ran around <laughs> in a mask okay 
and and somehow I, you know, you were you stumbled into my apartment or whatever. <laughs> passed out on your couch. You just passed out on our couch, bloody. <laughs> we have to sell the couch now uh, or get rid of it. Uh, and you were wearing a mask. I don't need to take it off to know it was you. I think he was in disbelief. I think he knew, do you, do but you he think was so? like, no way. Do you think so? Not I, him. I looked at it. I looked at it as a combination of Elise, what, what she's saying, disbelief, mm-hmm. and just well, like denial. Okay, Denial's the word. I'm sorry. Denial, disbelief. Mm-hmm. It's dark. Like he just walked in. Like the apartment is trashed. Right. That's another. Like if I walked in and your apartment, which is normally nice and organized, uh-huh. was trashed with things all around broken table broken mm-hmm. i'd be like what is what what like whoa mm-hmm. like what is like what yeah. is going on mm-hmm. like you know i don't know that's how i interpreted it but yeah. i mean maybe it's but at least you were talking saying. about his reaction uh foggy's reaction as as he was going into uh take off the mask because it, it was it was almost inquisitive and you can almost wonder like wait a minute does he have a hunch because he's in Matt's apartment. Yeah. Right? He's in Matt's apartment and he looks like Matt from the nose down. Like No, <laughs> like, but but know. at the same but time I, mean, I think it's uh like what you said um last week Rob how like mm-hmm. Matt hides in plain sight. No one expects a blind right. man to really be the guy Very who's true. like you know Breaking bones every night, like breaking thugs' bones, like so. I feel like that's probably what was in there. Like, wait a minute, this really looks like Matt, but there's no way, no way. This man's blind. I I also thought that maybe for a second he thought that, um, you know, this guy hurt Matt or did something to Matt. That could be a possibility too. So I don't know. To me, I looked at it as a million thoughts were running through his head. Mm-hmm. I I can buy that. It's crazy to me, but I can understand denial. Um, if we ever get to recording a live episode, we need to test out this theory. Like, get a lineup of like ten different people, and we need to wear masks and see if we can identify who is who. Because I mean, I was confused with <laughs> a Facebook killer. So. <laughs> <laughs> But the person wasn't your friend, though. True, yeah. true, but that's but, the difference. Like, yeah. but, but okay, they were, they someone were okay. This roommates. person, this person wasn't a friend, but he is an acquaintance, and he confused me mm-hmm. for our friend Kenny. He was like, "Yo, what up, Kenny?" Okay, that's true. You but again, not not close friend, but, but still an acquaintance. But again, but like if if you live with someone, like they were college roommates. Yeah, but if I saw you with a military. Kevlar vest and a and a gun strapped on both sides in both holsters. I'm gonna be like, what the heck are you? You're the Punisher? Like what, Rob? Like I'm gonna be confused. Like I have been found out. Like I'm, I'm not gonna just. Oh yeah, Rob totally is that guy that runs around with a Kevlar. Oh, no. You're like, gonna be shocked, <laughs> but but it's also not gonna be like. I mean, also Punisher doesn't have a mask, but. In this case, I was I mean, just making the point that you present yourself one way, sure. But now, 
the cat is out of the bag. You're this sure. whole other person mm-hmm. with a whole other lifestyle. Right. Like, what? I want yeah. more characters like yeah. Zendaya to be like, oh, yeah, you're Spider-Man, right? You know what I mean? I feel like that, for me, is more believable because yeah. if you're paying attention to your friend and their movements she... and they're shifty and you can never get in contact with them, you're going to at least start to have some suspicions. But the fact that mm-hmm. he, I mean, Matt's blind, so I'll give him that. I'll give him that. That's fine. Yeah, but, that's but really what comes down those to. Are I think. Yeah. No, those no, are kids. Those are goofy kids. And, and that, that Foggy's a our grown point. man. But that furthers our point. So though. Foggy is friends with a person who's dedicated to doing things within the law. Yep. Yeah. So he's supposed to believe but, that he's a vigilante no, running around beating people that's, up. That's like, the point. What? He doesn't believe it. He can't believe it. No, I'm asking he's supposed because you're saying he should just no. automatically assume. No, I, that's no, Matt. no. But like. But, like, you look at the face, just looking at the face. Look, again, I said this, I think, on our last recording on, you know, if Bruce Wayne existed, let me let me say this. If Ben Affleck was not Ben Affleck and he was Bruce Wayne, and then we also had Batman, I, I, I'm going to look at the chin strap and go, like. That's different. That's the chin strap. No, it's not different. It's not different. It's not. It's like you look at. But 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 I'm I'm not focused but, on the physical. Well, that's feature. what we're talking about. But but I feel like you're you're missing out on the relationship. Okay. Like. I don't know. I'm forgetting. No no forget no. It. Wait. No, but 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 I think again, this comes back to like this is not expected, and two. He, oh, right, Foggy, like, that's his best friend, right? We could probably say that confidently. They're supposed to be really tight. So if you're tight with someone, you're assuming that, okay, they've been totally transparent with you. Everything, you know, you know everything about them. So I think, again, like, yeah, the jawline, but, like, I mean, like, that could be deceptive. He could look totally different from the eyes up. You don't know. I mean, I under, we know. Because we've been watching, we've been following this story, but like, based on the information that he does know about Matt Murdock, he could just be like, yo, did the black mask guy really just, why is he here? What is going on? But I do think that the way that he was acting, I think that he was piecing it together, but again, was in denial. He was like, no, that, no, no way. And then when he pulled it off, he was like, wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. This man's probably not even blind. <laughs> I will choose to believe what you said. It, in my mind, I'm just like, why do they live in this world where they're not even going to suspect their friend? Like, you know, your friend can never be reached. You know, your friend is always coming into work with cuts and bruises. Your mind doesn't even go there. And so you get to your friend's apartment and you have to. You're, I, I get that you're in disbelief, but I hate that th- he didn't even have a hunch. That's what annoys me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think, again, it goes back to him believing he was blind. Because you remember, like, the next episode, when he gets patched up, he that's one of the first things he asked him, like, bro, are you even blind? How are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I think that's what yeah. got him tripped up most of all, is that he was well, like, Matt Murdock is blind. There's no way that a blind man can take on thugs every night, like, be in the middle of, like, the, the craziest things happening in the city and like move and fight the way that he does. So that's right. how I think. Uh, Rinaldi, what were you saying uh, about Zendaya? Yeah, because I feel like with Zendaya, it's like they're they're just a bunch of kids. So Foggy's looking at it like, yo, this, my best friend dedicated himself mm-hmm. to the law. 
Mm-hmm. This man, the black mask, is breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Like whether or not he's has good intentions or bad intentions, mm-hmm. he is vigilantism is against the law. And Matt, my best friend, looked me dead in my face and was like, "Hey, man, let's do this together mm-hmm. as partners. For, like, let's uphold the law." Mm. And then you see him on the couch. And he's the guy yep. that's breaking the line. You're like, what in the world? Whereas Zendaya is like, oh, yeah, like Spider-Man's that guy that helps people with powers. Yeah. That makes mm. sense because Peter's a nice guy that likes to help people. Yeah. Like, it's like two totally Peter ain't blind, not, yo. Y'all got to see. Y'all got to And that too. I'm, with you, I'm <laughs> so, with you on Elise. With, but I'm talking about the character. Like, right. Because remember, oh, right. this man, the black mask, is running around beating people up. Yeah. Doing all this crazy stuff, and Matt is like this composed, that's true, yep, well mannered, polite, you know, coloring inside the lines mm-hmm. type of dude. Mm-hmm. Always wakes up at six a.m., goes to bed. I at must 10 be too jaded mm-hmm. then because I feel like I, I suspect everyone of everything. Like, who knows? My dad could be a serial killer. I still, my mind goes there. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is the opposite I of mean, Brightburn. She just, because yeah. remember, Brightburn, I was like, yo, why is the dad not th- put this and this together? And you guys were like, no, nah, man, he's just a regular old dad, man. He just did the best he could. <laughs> regular have, old he dad. He did the best he could. <laughs> I have two things. One, this is kind of off topic, but super random. But have y'all seen Space Jam, the good one? Yeah. Yes. yes. From the 90s? I saw this movie with my adult eyes like two years ago. And it blew me away how when I think Bugs Bunny introduces himself to Michael Jordan, he doesn't even question it. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll go on this adventure with you. And so um, it's it's so bizarre to me when these characters can be faced with something unbelievable and then just go with it. Those are the type of movies that I want to see more of. I don't this like not suspecting your friend of being this thing, even if he is blind, just like it makes me a little frustrated because I'm like, you're just kind of blindly going through life. I mean, yeah, see, I just think now you guys know how I felt during Brightburn, Brightburn because nah, I said, thing. you can't I'm gonna, just I'm gonna, assume I'm gonna, I'm gonna that he's like bulletproof. You, you be can't like assume you. that he's bulletproof. I'm going to be like, and you. then you guys said, well, but why not try and see if he can get hit by the bullet? Try and see if he can get hit by the bullet. Unbelievable. We're so, looking at such so, a brightburn right now. No, no, no. What I, all I'm saying no, is, is, Fergie, now you understand. No, no, Fergie no, no. understands my pain. And I'm going to, guys, real quick, guess who I am? It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's not exactly the same thing. Speaking oh, of brightburn, though, did you know that the kid. I, that was my second point. Yeah, you. Oh, no, you want to talk about it? Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So, young Matt Murdoch is. Is Brandon from Brightburn? Yep, it's him. Wait, what? Oh, he has the, the same Brandon, kid. Oh shoot! The kid Wait, he had his glasses on. I couldn't even. Is the kid oh, who plays Matt Murdock? Wow! Yeah, okay. So that's why we're having this Brightburn argument. <laughs> no, all the only reason I brought this up was that's how frustrated I was during that review, dude. There's no. It way. was the same level. No, the look on Fergie's face. <laughs> that look. I had that same look. That's all I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the the actual mm-hmm. scenes. I'm just talking about emotions, mm-hmm. right? So, Fergie, do you feel frustrated? On a scale of 1 to 10, how frustrated <laughs> are you with Foggy? On a 1 to 10 7. scale. 7.5. Okay, well, I was at, I was at an 8.5 with the dad. <laughs> I was at an 8.5. So, we in the same nah, man. Neighbor- Your volume was up there, man. I would say you were at a 9, man. <laughs> Well, no, because you got because it was three on one. Yeah, you were in a nine. <laughs> it was man. three on one. Three bro. on one made it a nine point five. Five point 
fine. Nine point five. Whatever. <laughs> it's high. It That's a high, high number. High. Yep. Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is is the Marvelous Friends Podcast. Nobu, 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 Nobu.